1: and it's just strange it's really, you know the book of daniel is another like half of it is all these stories and then all of a sudden daniel has all these crazy dreams and he's seeing beasts crawl out of the water and god says that's not an animal that's greece it's a kingdom that that represents that. it's just weird and it's hard for us to understand on our own and again these are places where we can recoil because it's uncomfortable or we can press in and ask god for understanding
0: are there parts of the bible that just leave you scratching your head Some of it is straightforward, and some of it is just plain old confusing. Today, in his message, Pastor David encourages us to investigate the difficult parts of the Bible, to be okay with unknown and mysterious things, to ask questions, to read, and discover. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts chapters 10 and 11, as he continues his message, Supernatural Experience. His love is the main
1: thing. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord, and they asked him to stay a few days. Now, the apostles and brethren who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And so when Peter came to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision contented with him, looking for a fight with him, saying, you went in with uncircumcised men and ate with them? But Peter explained it to them in order. From the beginning saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying. In a trance I saw a vision, an object descending like a great sheet, let down from heaven by four corners, and it came to me. And when I observed it intently and considered, I saw the four-footed animals of the earth, the wild beasts, the creeping things, the birds of the air. And I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has at any time entered my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven, What God has cleansed you must not call common." Now this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. And at that very moment, three men stood before the house where I was, having been sent to me from Caesarea. Then the Spirit told me to go with them, doubting nothing. Moreover, these six brothers accompanied me, and we entered the man's house, and he told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house, who said to him, Send men to Joppa, call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who will tell you words by which you and all your household Will be saved. So as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as on us at the beginning. So I remembered the word of the Lord, how He said, John indeed baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If therefore God gave them the same gift that He gave us when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? And when they heard these things, they became silent and glorified God, saying, then god has also granted to the gentiles repentance to life there's a lot going on here that's why we're going to spread it out over these two weeks there's different things god may have highlighted to you may have been you know there's clearly something going on with the religious rituals the religious rules there's clearly an issue of racial divisions of these different kinds of things you know the jews and the gentiles there's these this experience of the tongues but as I was preparing for today, and the thing that we're going to focus on this morning is the issue of this supernatural experience. Because it's even though it's not really the primary point, it kind of is running through everything. It's underneath everything. God changed their understanding of how people came to know him through this supernatural experience. And this is a weird thing that we're talking about. I mean, Peter saw... Animals let down in like a bed sheet, and then God said, kill it and eat it, three times. This is a weird experience. And it these kinds of places are where we get intimidated. It doesn't make sense. I don't get it. So I'm just going to, you know, I'll I'll pick it up another day. I'm not going to deal with that today. I've got things to do. This is weird. And we let it go, and we let it keep us from pressing in. This is where we have opportunity to grow. This is where we have opportunity to see God teach us. And so today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to dig in, looking to the scriptures to understand this area that otherwise can be really strange. So I've got three observations for us this morning. And the first thing to notice is pretty straightforward. Supernatural experiences, visions, and prophecy happen. Right? I mean, Peter and Cornelius both have really strange, supernatural experiences. And there are those who say that these kinds of visions are actually ungodly. They're demonic. They're the enemy trying to deceive us, and we don't need, we don't have any part in any sort of vision like this. Or people say it's just a delusion. Peter just ate a mushroom with breakfast and he tripped out, and that's all it was. But it just doesn't line up with what God says. One quarter of the Bible is prophecy. About one quarter. I think it's actually a little bit more than that. And within that, a lot of that came through really weird revelations. Ezekiel talks about these like, you know, angels that are co- their whole bodies covered in eyes and they have six wings and they just shout God's praises all the time and it's just strange. It's really, you know, the book of Daniel is another like half of it is all these stories and then all of a sudden Daniel has all these crazy dreams and he's seeing beasts crawl out of the water and God says that's not an animal that's Greece. It's a kingdom that represents, that it's just weird, and it's hard for us to understand on our own. And again, these are places where we can recoil because it's uncomfortable, or we can press in and ask God for understanding. And these sorts of experiences are not just Old Testament or just the disciples. They are not foreign to the people of God today. They're a little weird for us in the West, a lot of times. And we can think, well, I haven't had this happen to me personally, so it's not real. But that that's not the right way to look at this. One really beautiful example of this in modern times is happening right now a lot in the Muslim community. In 2007, Dudley, Woodbury, and others published a study that recounted interviews with 750 former Muslims who had converted to evangelical Christianity. Many of the reasons they gave for their conversion would be expected—the love of God, a changing view of the Bible, attraction to Christians who loved others—but one reason might come as a surprise—the experience of a dream they believed to be from God. These study results aren't isolated. Mission Frontiers magazine has reported that out of 600 Muslim converts 25% experienced a dream that led to their conversion. And these dreams are things I've read through some of these stories that they're sharing. This is not an isolated incident. They're talking about, you know, Jesus comes and reveals himself in a dream and tells them to go look for a church or just tells them about himself and then they he uses circumstances to explain them to them later. And listen, think about this. This is it says out of 600. It doesn't say 25 people out of 600. 25%, that's a quarter, that's 150. It's happening today, this is now. And it isn't super common in our culture, we see less of it, but I mean, I can tell you, I've had a couple of these experiences where God has revealed himself to me. One in particular where it was very similar to what I read about happening in these other countries a lot. It, happen, it tends to happen a lot in places where, where the church is oppressed because as it grows darker around us, the light is more visible. You know, he said part of the reason that I think we see this more in those countries is they're under such intense persecution. You see these things more pronounced. But it's hard for us to understand. And that again, that drives us to the word. So look with me at 1 Corinthians here, chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 27, tells us, now you, all who have trusted in Jesus, you are the body of Christ, members individually. And God has appointed these in the church. First, apostles. Second, prophets. Third, teachers. After that, miracles. Then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret?
0: As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.